0: Hey, thank you guys for joining us for Let's Talk Recovery. My name's Aaron, and this is Caleb, and we're grateful that you guys have just uh, stuck it, stuck with us and just continued just to, to join us on this journey. I have a couple things as we get started. First and foremost, be sure to leave us a review, five-star reviews only. Let <laughs> us know uh, what you think just about our content, what's going on, um, and then uh, we want you to check out our social media. We're on, hopefully, any of your podcast channels, as you've hopefully found us there, but we're on YouTube, on Instagram. Instagram, on Facebook, and uh, just find our content, like it, share it, uh, and just help us just to get things um, just out into the community and beyond. Um, really, um, this was birthed in Caleb's heart with kind of just the intent of, of transforming and, and changing the recovery culture and so we need your help just to get things out there and uh, as we have started do, I want to let you know that that today's episode is brought to you by bang energy drinks (laughs) not because they're actually giving us any money or anything but without bang energy drinks I may not have the mental capacity today to do the show so thank you (laughs) for Bang energy drinks and bang if
1: you do want to pay us yeah I'll start drinking one, too.
0: Yeah, they're not bad. I mean, I
1: drink Monster, but Monster, if you want to pay us.
0: Yeah, Yeah, whichever one.
1: I'll I'll do anything for, you
0: know. (laughs) Anything short of sin. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: Well, um, we are, I mean, hopefully you guys are having as good a time as we are. Um, But uh, um, today uh, is uh, actually, this is... What episode seven? um, This uh, we kind of did things out of order. If you're following along in our material, you may have noticed that. um, We noticed that it was just kind of uh, too late to go back and change it, so we just rolled with it anyways. But today uh, we're going to be talking about support, and I'm going to let Caleb introduce today's uh, action item. All
1: right. So, sorry, clear my throat right in the mic. That's nice. That's that's (laughs) how you know we're pros. Yeah. Um, do it again. (laughs) So our action. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I need a bang. Um, all right, so our action item today is to be successful in my recovery. I understand that I need to surround myself with people that will support me, check, uh, cheer on my successes, and hold me accountable in my setbacks. And so what we're talking about Today, and, and like everyone was talking about, we're, we're just a hair out of order. Um, this is something you wanna do early on um, when you're making the, the decision to start moving towards overcoming whatever your struggle is, and that is to surround yourself with support. We need support. We're social, we're social, social creatures. Um, we do better when we're, we're with people um, versus all alone, or um, maybe you're not alone, but you're with people who aren't supportive. And so,
0: so like support system, like uh, my drinking buddy of 20 years.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the wrong kind of support okay. system. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, maybe qualifying that. And, and actually, so in, in our program, we actually have two separate lessons on kind of your relationships. We have support. So getting started, we're looking for a particular type of support when, when we're going to get into the differences between a sponsor and accountability partner. But then we have a separate lesson later on about relationships and and because that has been for some i've you know been part of uh recovery ministry for a number of years now and i can tell you one of the top indicators that somebody if i you know interact with somebody and and a top indicators that they're they're going to fall back into whatever it is they're struggling with is their uh failure to distance themselves from their drinking buddy of 20 years or their, their girls that have their back, you know, or, you know, oh, yeah. or the, those people, they're always there for me, you know, Hey, you don't know my, my homies and all the, you know, whatever, like
0: my ride or die, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All those kinds of people who are so such good friends that they keep you stuck in your addiction. So, wow. yeah. Um, and we'll talk about that later and, and I'm, I'm pretty unapologetic about ditching those people as, yeah, absolutely. as soon as you can, you know, I don't, hate to make it sound hateful but uh you know you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do if that's what you really wanna if you really are serious about getting over your struggle um you, you gotta make some changes and that is the area in which one of the major areas you have to make some changes but first and foremost because this, because recovery is a tough process anybody will tell you that you need help you need support um anytime you've gone through any sort of tough uh, season of life um, to make it through that successfully you have to have support either from friends family um, You know just you know your church organization some sort of there's got to be some sort of structure that help you through that And so that's what we're talking about today.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, I think that's a, there's a great lie in our culture um, That that I talk to people about quite frequently and it's that there's like that we're should be independent that independence is is a healthy thing and and, and one side it can be but especially when it comes to navigating things in our life like this and making true progress that, that I tell people all the time that we weren't meant to be independent, we're meant to be interdependent. And so finding those people um, that that will support you, that will cheer you on, that will push you forward towards the healthy things in your life is incredibly important. Um, actually, right before we started re- just recording, I um, was kind of looking at some statistics of home field advantage. And, and so there's this huge um, sway um, and an advantage to to the teams that are playing on their home field. And a lot of that is, you know, just the fact that it's comfortable, it's familiar, but they have people cheering them on. And and when we have people in our corner pushing us forward, it, it does something to us. Just on the inside to our spirit that that we're able to to, to drive further to, to push um faster um to make better choices when somebody's saying hey you can do this and in those moments you're like i just don't know if i can go any further or they say you can you've done so well in having that that right person in your corner that that keeps you taking that next step to keeps you making that next right choice it's incredibly important um solomon said in ecclesiastes 4 9 through 12 he said two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed and that's so true i mean if you've done anything of significance in life um, you had people in your corner that, that helped you. I mean, it's just a fact of the matter. There, there's no such thing as I pulled myself up by my bootstraps, that's that's bull, um, that, that we've had people there in some form or fashion that have provided things that we've needed along the way for success. But when it comes to certain areas of our life, we just kind of forget that. And we just think I've, I've got to do it by myself or we put the wrong people in, those cor- in our corner. But two people are better off for one for they can help each other succeed. If one falls, the other can reach out and help, but someone who falls alone is in real trouble. And how true is that? I mean, especially just in our recovery journey, that when we start to slip so many times, man, when I've seen people walk away from recovery, fall into relapse, um, you know, I get in a conversation with them and those times that they've come back or maybe they're in the middle of it and they're like, I was just struggling. Did you reach out to anybody? No, man, I I thought I could just do it, that I get past it. and i'd say 10 times out of 10 that that's an element of that story that that something was going on in their life they begin to slip and to fall um and and to drift away from what they're doing and they didn't let anybody know they didn't talk to anybody and and that's the difference between success and failure um, when we're overcoming our struggles so likewise two people lying close together Um, can keep each other warm, but how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be intact and defeated, but two um, can stand back to back And conquer. Three are even better for a triple braided cord. It's not easily broken, and I like that because a person standing alone, man, we do when we're when we're in the middle of our struggle, we're trying to get past it, and we're in those moments of, man, this is hard. I don't know if I can do it. The enemy's going to come at you and attack you in those moments and feed you lies, saying, well, you were never good enough to change your life, anyways. Of course, you're a failure. Your parents were failures. You come from failures. Whatever it may be, and if we're alone in those moments, we're not sharing those thoughts. We're not. Sharing what's going on, then, then what's there to counteract those lies? We need godly people in our lives saying, That's not true. This this is truth. And, and just that encouragement, and it makes all the difference. Anything you want to add to that?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. 100% right in that, you know, again, like I said, in my, my experience with dealing with in, uh, recovery ministry and the number of people we've, you know, interacted with with that is that, yeah, as soon as something bad happens, is that's when they start to withdraw and pull away. Uh, From from their support or their recovery ministry or whatever it was that helped them to get you know some some success Now all of a sudden, you know, yeah, the devil starts feeding them some lies or the world, you know Life happens, you know, the world's tough They 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 hit some adversity and that kind of thing and they start That's when they stop using any sort of the, the support or all that stuff to help them have some success And then they wonder why they they fell back into their their struggle and it's like well that's the point of the support team. It's like, we're, that's why we're doing this up front is to get a, a solid support team and then to use said support team when things get tough. The, po- the point of a support team is not to be there when things are easy. It's to be there when things are tough, to help you through the tough part, to help you through when you're struggling and when you're, um, you don't know what to do next or when you're stressed or when you're worried or when, you, when that desire to reach out to whatever it is you're struggling with your support until you, until we kind of work through the rest of this process, your support is there to, to intercede for you, to be there for you to, go, to reach to instead of that thing that you struggle with. And so this is why this, this part is super important is that we get get, uh, you know, get a support team, get a solid support team, and then actually use that support team. And we'll talk about what that means here in a minute, but um, you know it's not only on, on your support team, but it's also on you to be mature enough to have a support team and use it the right way.
0: So I really, I really like that to use your support team. Um, I just feel like we could repeat that for just the next five minutes, just that line, and people still wouldn't get that um, <laughs> into their skulls. That because <laughs> yeah. um, again, I, I see a lot of people take the, this first step. I found somebody, and it's really great to go have lunch with them um, and, and to hang out with them. But again, in those moments, we've got to utilize the people that that are in our corner you've, you've got to use them um, I, I recently bought gym equipment it does me no good if if it just sits there I mean it was great to to talk about it with people oh I'm going to change my life I've got you know a weight bench and an exercise bike and, and this is just great but again you got to utilize it so like I, I took the first step I, I now have that you know, it's, it's in my corner, it's available to me. But if I don't utilize it, then nothing's really going to change. And so we be, we have to begin um, to use those people in our corner. And so in recovery, we've got primarily two types of, of support um, team members that that we really harp on a lot. Um, there's others out there, you know, you're not limited to this and you're not necessarily limited to, to one on, on some of these things. I mean, um, but so the two we want to talk about today is accountability partners and a sponsor and so you may be in, have been in recovery for a while you may be new to it but we do want to break down the difference between an accountability partner and a sponsor and so i'm gonna let caleb do that yeah. so
1: yeah so the, the illustration i always use to explain the difference between a, an accountability and a partner well let me back up real fast so kind of the textbook definition A sponsor is somebody who has been through um been through some sort of recovery program um you know Preferably the one you're going through, um, so they so they've they've navigated recovery. They're in active sobriety from whatever it is. Um, well, not just whatever it is. They can't be like, oh, I'm I'm clean from alcohol, but I'm I'm doing meth every weekend or something like that. that that's <laughs> not. They're not clean. <laughs> okay, so they have to be clean um, from whatever it is. You know that kind of struggle. Anything that again, what we define as a struggle is anything that's just come to dominate your life. So if you take one one vice and just exchange it with another then you're you're still struggling (laughs) you just changed the name of your struggle Um, so a sponsor is somebody who's been through recovery is an active recovery and, and and the purpose of that is so they can help you to navigate that an accountability partner is anybody who will hold you accountable so they don't have to be they don't have to have gone through a recovery program. They don't have to, um, you know. You don't want somebody who's necessarily struggling with the same thing you are, right? You don't need another partner in crime. That's usually not something <laughs> somebody is lacking if they're in, in some sort of addiction. Is yeah. somebody else that is <laughs> struggling. I've seen with people them.
0: make that choice. Uh, <clears throat> I've seen people. Hey, we're both, uh, we're both gonna get sober. You know, we drink together. We're drinking buddies. Yeah. I'm gonna be his sponsor. He's gonna be my sponsor, and we're gonna hold each other accountable. Yeah. I think. Uh, <laughs> Real story, I think that lasted like a month for them. I don't even know how they made it that yeah. long. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so, so, that, but it's, I mean, like I said, it can be anybody that's, uh, they can be totally outside, or maybe they don't have any sort of struggle that they're dealing with. It could just be somebody like your church or, or a friend or somebody that's not, somebody who's going to, again, hold you accountable um, that you're going to actually listen to. Um, and then also, and this is one thing I didn't have on our notes here, but... Uh, b- In both of these cases, they need to be somebody of the same gender because that is a recipe for disaster. Like, if you are male and you have a female sponsor or accountability partner that you are going to be, you know...
0: Sharing intimate details of your life with... Yeah,
1: typically these people are, you're sharing stressful situations and and, moments of weakness and uh, moments of lack of willpower. Like I don't, I mean that that just says it all right there. So, oh, yeah. so that's kind of the textbook definition of that. So the way I kind of um, explain that as far as how how we look at those things is, is a, a sponsor is like a personal trainer. You know, when you're when you're trying to get in shape, right? A personal trainer, they they know how to get you in shape. They know. They help prescribe you the program, they help you, um, they tell you the things to do, they give you guidance, they give you nutrition advice, they give you, you know, they teach you how to use the weight machines to, to, to best build muscle and that kind of thing. And then an accountability partner is more like a workout partner, right? So accountability partner is, um, hey man, we need to start working out. You know, like Aaron was talking about, you know, trying to trying to get back in shape, and, you know, riding bikes or whatever, and if, if he's got somebody saying, hey, I'm gonna meet you at the, at the thing at, you know, six in the morning,
0: i'm not gonna be there I'm going yeah to
1: most sleep. people aren't gonna do that but you're a lot more likely to do that um and i I've, I've done that i had a have a guy who comes to our recovery ministry that we we would uh meet at a track to run at i think six in the morning and and i was, there was many mornings that i was not going to do that the only reason i was going to do it is because he was going to be there and so as an accountability as an accountability partner it's somebody who you know in in those moments of weakness if i'm going to you know I feel the urge to indulge in whatever my struggle is knowing that I have to talk to my accountability partner and say hey you know he's gonna ask me hey how'd you do this week and I have to be like you know either I'm gonna have to lie or I'm gonna have to tell him the truth about what what I did Uh, that that kind of accountability partner is is um, that's what an accountability partner is it's like a workout partner somebody who's there to work out with you in the gym um, they're not gonna they're not gonna teach you the the intricacies of of machines and how to get in shape but they're they're gonna be there to help Motivate you to stay on the right path.
0: Yeah, I mean so they're they're where they're where you want to be You know your sponsor and has made that journey already and and one of the great things about and one of the benefits um, is Well, they've likely made the mistakes that you're gonna you're gonna face, you know, they've, they've been through that they've learned from it you know, that's somebody who has just a, a plethora of, of knowledge and information, not only because they've worked a program, but because they have found success. You know, you, you can write all the programs you want. You can you can go through them all, but but obviously there's things that people take away as they've actually made that journey. So you need to find somebody who, who's done that, you know, that has kind of the, the street smarts, um, <laughs> you know, to, to help you to navigate these things and, and get you through it. And accountability partners, this is one of them. Um, as I said, you can have more than one. I think really with a sponsor, you know, you need to have that one on one relationship where you're journeying with them specifically. The accountability partners, have half a dozen. I mean
1: yeah. you know,
0: every facet, every area of your life, if you've got somebody that that can see you, see what you're doing, because the more of those you have, the less you can hide what you're doing, you know, if you are beginning to slip or, or beginning to struggle and and really surround yourself with people that, that know your journeying. Um, through something difficult, that that know the ins and outs, the details of it, that that can really hold your feet to the fire and help keep you in line. And again, it's it's not to to shame you or guilt you or, or something like that, but it's really just so that you stay on the right path, man. That you have those honest conversations. And so when we're talking about these people, you know, we kind of already touched on it. You know, characteristics to look look for. You know, don't go to your your drinking buddy. You know, the person that you're using with those those don't make good sponsors good accountability partners so who does what type of personality or person should i be looking for in my life what are the characteristics of someone to look for and a sponsor
1: yeah so uh the one of the first things we want to do is is the person trustworthy right so again like we mentioned earlier you're going to be sharing a lot of intimate stuff with them and kind of depending especially depending on your struggle uh, whatever that thing is, uh, th- there's a lot of stuff you're going to be sharing with the sponsor. At least you should be if you guys have that, you know, uh, that right relationship and you're you're utilizing the, your sponsor the way you should be. You, you should be sharing some things that probably you don't want getting out to, you know, John and Q public. Uh, so they have to be, they have to be somebody that's trustworthy. They're not going to share uh, the stuff that you talk about, you know, and they're not going to be gossiping about you. They're not going to be putting it out there for on the, on the socials and all those things and that kind of stuff, um,
0: and that's important because too, I mean, if you trust them, you're you're more um, likely to be open and honest about what's going on. Right, I mean, I mean, that's mm. I think the, even the bigger thing there is not just you know are they going to share it, but can you fully divulge what's going on because secrets grow in the dark. I mean, really, these people they need to have the ability to shine light in all the areas of your life because if you keep something hidden from them. Um, your likeliness of success goes down. Right. And, and the more you've hidden, the, the less likely you are to find success on the other end. And so if you try to compartmentalize, it's like, well, I trust this person you know, with this area, but I'm gonna hold all these things over here. No, 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 that's not how this works. That's not the process we're talking about. It's that trustworthy person that, that you can really just emotionally vomit to, like, this is where I'm at. <laughs> um, and, and, and I'll tell you this, you'll come to love those people. I love them. I've got plenty of people where I can just, even in this season of life, um, just to get it all out there because it's healthy when we do that. Yeah. But you have to have that person that will journey with you.
1: No, I mean, you know, and that's what I was talking about there. You know, a lot of times that's how our struggles start is the fact that, you you know, you, there might be this thing that you're struggling with. And... Um, you know, initially it's not something that's coming to dominate your life, but you're, you know, you're doing that thing, you know, every now and then. And then next thing you know, uh, you're doing a lot more often. And now, because it is becoming such a, you know, such a, a, hindrance to you that, that other people might notice what, what's the first thing that people who have that addiction typically start to do? They start to hide part of it, right? Yeah. They start to hide part of their life from their friends or family or their spouse or whoever else. And that's, um, so if, if that's what we're doing with our sponsor, we're not, in recovery right we're not we're not coming out of it you gotta you gotta get rid of that and so yeah you have to have somebody that you can trust um, they have to be very trustworthy um because yeah if, if you're not being able to f- be fully honest with your sponsor then we're not utilizing that that aspect of support the way we're supposed to so,
0: yeah and the, the next part is they need to be honest uh this is actually uh i love to really harp on this because human nature says, you know, we don't want people to to tell us the truth. You know, it's kind of like that that old joke. You know, your wife comes to you and says, "Do these jeans look fat?" She doesn't want to know if they actually make her look fat. She wants you to say, "No, honey, you look beautiful." Um, <laughs> but when we're talking about a sponsor, we need somebody who who's honest. Where if we walk up to them and say, "Hey, Joe, um, does does this look good on me?" Where they look at us and say, "No, man, you look like..." you know, crap warmed over. So (laughs) we need them to be honest about our situation, even if it's uncomfortable where they'll look at you and say, hey, um, Aaron, this, this isn't okay. You know, they're gonna have that hard conversation. You know, I know you're doing good over here and you've taken steps, but but this area of your life isn't right. And and this is what it's looked like. Let me journey with you. Let me be there with you. And it's not like honest where they're going to beat you down. And again, you want that person that that's going to journey with you through it. They're not the same words just to be harsh or, you know, to, to lord themselves over you or, or any of those things. It's with a heart to to see you grow to the other side of it to get through it. Um, Proverbs 12, 26 says, The godly give good advice to their friends. Again, the godly give good advice to their friends, the wicked lead them astray. And when we have that person in our lives who tells us what we want to hear, they're leading us astray. Mm -hmm. And even though we feel like that's a good friend, they're a good friend, they love me so much, man, they tell me what a great job I'm doing, um, even when I'm not that that's not that's not a good friendship that's not a good person to have in your corner and those are the people that contribute to our downfall who, who lead us away from recovery who keep us trapped in cycles we need that person that says hey enough is enough here but they're gonna look you square in the eyes and say you can do better than this you're failing I know you can do better let's do better together
1: yeah Um, yeah, you think they're a good friend because they just tell you what you want to hear, right? I mean, who doesn't like being told what you wanted to hear? I mean, from anybody, like, that's, I mean, that's, we're just naturally that way. Um, but that, like you were talking about, that doesn't make, that doesn't make him a good friend. That doesn't make, and that definitely doesn't help you in recovery. And so I'm going to give you a couple of examples, just again, from experience. Like, I'm going to give you gendered examples here because, uh, Men and women, we—I've seen this this circumstance pop up uh, two different ways, but it's the same thing. So, guys, typically, what happens is—is is you're, you're going to go, you know, you're trying to get over, you know, alcohol or something like that, and you'd be like, "Hey, I'm going to," talking to your sponsor, "Hey, I got invited out to a party with my buddies, and you know, oh, is there going to be alcohol They're, Yeah, but it'll be okay, I'll be, I, I you know, I'll keep myself under control, and I'm sure, you know, it'll be fine." And. In that moment, your sponsor should be somebody who goes, uh, you shouldn't go. Yeah. You know, like that's not what you wanna hear. You wanna go hang out with your friends, but um, you know, a, a sponsor that's not honest would be like, oh, okay, I get it. That's That sounds fun. You know, just, hey, just be careful. Just, you know, control your, sp-. especially if you're very fresh kind of, kind of recovery, like you're just making some strides and you think you're gonna go to a social situation with your buddies who have probably helped help facilitate what you know your alcohol addiction uh prior to but now all of a sudden i've made minimal change to my life but now i'm going to go hang out with those same people and not drink alcohol it's like no that's not going to happen and so a good sponsor is going to say no you should you should tell them hey man uh sorry not this time i'm working on some stuff i can't go right now and that like i said that's that's a, typically with guys you see that a lot ladies what happens is uh you you're getting out of a bad relationship and instantly get into another bad relationship and all your lady friends will tell you oh no he's you know this is fine it's fine it's good oh yeah you know and they encourage you to do that thing you know to to go out no yeah this is and it's like no they 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 help I, like i said the, the ladies we see this all the time is that they 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 will help you mask the red flags that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're thinking it's a parade. Yeah. No, it's a red flag. Yeah. And, and all your girlfriends they're are like, carnival. oh, yeah, no, he's, you know, it's okay. And, and it's like, no, no, you need somebody in your corner to be like, no, no, you need to get yourself right first before you jump out of one relationship into another. This is the problem. Is you know, it's you, you need to work on yourself, get yourself right, get yourself you know, know who yourself and who who you are in Jesus, and and value yourself, and and, and work on your self-esteem and your and your self-worth, and then let's get into relationship. But yeah, with the ladies, it's relationships, guys, it's it's a lot of times it's those, those situations that got you in that problem in the first place, but now your pride makes you think, oh, I can handle it now because I'm I'm, I'm going to do better. Yeah. No, I've been, you're not. I've,
0: been, I've been sober a week. I can totally yeah. you know, take this on. It's going to be great.
1: I couldn't handle it a week ago, but now I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know in an element of this, the, that the reason I love just the, that, the honest quality, and I say love it, I mean, it's hard to hear at times, but... It's a quality that really all of our relationships need to have as we continue just to find people in our life. I mean, it's a quality of a good friend, a good sponsor, um, a good accountability partner, a good mentor. It's, it's just that quality that we need. Um, my wife and I, for instance, in, in our marriage, we we have people that um, marriage can be hard sometimes and sometimes you need sometimes. to- Sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> occasionally you need to be able to, to vent about your spouse and, and what they're doing. and. Um, or how you feel or, or what's going on and so you know I remember um, having the conversation with my wife where, well we, we can have these people and so we designated people in our lives that, that we can go have conversations with about our marriage and our relationship but the thing was one we had to approve those people with each other because we had to make sure that it was the, the relationship that is going to be honest that that if I go and try to just you know, trash my wife, which I don't do, but if I were to do that, that that person is gonna say, yeah, like, what about all the things that you did? They're not just gonna like jump in with me and be like, yeah, Janelle is a jerk, you know? <laughs> they're not gonna do that. They're gonna be like, man, your wife's pretty great. You have it really good. Like, what's the rest of the story? Cause, cause I know, I know your wife, I know you guys. I mean, there's gotta be more here that they're gonna call me. Um, on it. And so whatever whatever you're going through we need people in our lives like this that that w- Aren't gonna lead us astray that are gonna guide and direct us with with painful truth sometimes And call us call us on our stuff and say that this is what I see so yep. um, So patience is the the next kind of quality that we're looking for and um, patience is that word that I don't know why. I think in our mind, we always think it means something that it doesn't mean. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it legitimately means just to suffer. <laughs> 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 so um, so we're looking for somebody who's going to suffer with us. Um, they're, they're not going to give up on us when we have a setback. Now, I, I want to say this. I, I've seen people get upset with their sponsors because their sponsor, um, quote unquote, gave up on them when that person wasn't doing anything to work the program and that person got tired of wasting their, their time with somebody who wasn't gonna take it seriously. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about find the person that's gonna let you um, just mess around, not actually put any work into it and that you just want to you know drag through the mud with you. Not at all what we're talking about, but somebody that when you're legitimately trying, putting effort in the program, trying to move forward, trying to better your life things happen we do have setbacks and failures but that person that is you can try continue to try that they're going to journey with you
1: yeah no that that sounds perfect is that yeah if you're not making an effort then your sponsor's right to bail because like you know i i mean i I would in that circumstance yeah i'm not wasting my time i'm not gonna waste my time if if you're not gonna make an effort i'm not gonna waste my time you know and it's not being hateful it's just you know i've got a your sponsor and I and Aaron, you know, we've got lives to live too. And we can't change you. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, you know, it's, you have to be ready to change. You have to be ready to be, to, to engage in the process. And if you're not, then uh, don't, don't waste the time with the sponsor and, you know, and give us a call when you're, you're ready to, to really be engaged with that. I, um, you know, I've had circumstances like that where, uh, you know, you have somebody you're, trying to help through with something and then they just, it's like, well, did you do these things? No. Okay. we'll, we'll meet next week. Did you do these things now? Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, you call me when you've done those things and then we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll move forward. But yeah. Uh, but, but they do need to be patient in, in the, in the aspect of, um, like you, you're, you're going to mess up. We're all, we all mess up. We're all human. We all make mistakes and we continue to make mistakes. Uh, but, but those mistakes should be different, right? We should make different mistakes as we grow. You know i know as as i've been involved in church and church leadership and ministry you know the the leadership mistakes of my youth were uh a lot different than the leadership mistakes i make now you know it, it takes you know i've grown and matured and i somewhat somewhat don't ask my wife how much i've matured but you know the uh uh now it's 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 it's, it's a much tougher Situation for me to 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 screw up now versus when I was younger, and I'm a lot more hard-headed, and I'm you know I right off the bat you know would do something stupid, versus now I'm a lot more you know I can think things through and, and not just irritate people because I you know don't consider other circumstances and things like that. My mistakes change as I change, and so that's that's different because you know because I'm growing the the nature of the problems and the stuff that you deal with th- those. Those, those grow and those become tougher. And so, you know, as you, you're a sponsor with somebody who's going through recovery, you know, initially they may, they may be failing with just just having relapses or lapses back into their struggle initially. And then as, you know, maybe those things start to, to space out, we don't have so many lapses anymore as we, as we engage in the process. But, you know, maybe now as we go further along, we have a little bit of a struggle with cutting off bad relationships or getting into romantic relationships before we should or you know those it's you know what we would consider kind of a setback but it's a different type so they have to be able to be patient with you as you as you kind of go through those different as those growing pains as those um, different types of mistakes Um, they shouldn't just bail on you because they're just tired of dealing with you but they do have to be patient you have to be patient dealing with recovery people. If you're looking to start a recovery ministry at your church, let me tell you, you better be patient. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's a process. It's, it's sanctification, you know, whether it's recovery or just, uh, you know, a, a walk in discipleship. And, and it is something that, that it takes time. It's a, it's a process. It's not overnight. Um, I'd say more often than not, when you see significant overnight change in somebody, it's, it's a house built in sand. Um, and so real lifelong change is a process and sometimes it's a messy process. And so we need just those patient people um, just just to journey with us. Um, so, so moving along, we want them to be reliable and um, that, that they communicate regularly. They show up um, to meetings with us. Um, they make that journey with us. That's a two way street. Um, absolutely, 100%. Again, that kind of goes back to you know, if if you're failing, don't expect them to be patient with you. If you're not being reliable, but you do want them to be reliable. You know, um, we're entering into a covenant with these people. You know, if you're finding a sponsor, that's a, that's a that's a covenant type of relationship that that you have obligations, responsibilities. They have obligations, responsibilities. And part of that is that they can be there for you. Um, and and so find that person that can make that journey. Um, and, <laughs> and walk with you every step of the way.
1: Yeah, um, so the key there with that is, you know, they uh, whatever whatever you all decide, like, hey, we're going to meet, you know, every Friday or, you know, for coffee and, and recap the week or every two weeks or, you know, we're going to have a, a call every night. Whatever it is, you know, you guys, you need to set those parameters kind of up, up front and see how it works out. And then, yeah, you have to not only... Um, you know, they, they need to be somebody who's going to show up to that or, or make those calls. Um, and, and you obviously have to, too. And we'll talk about kind of your responsibility when it comes to these things here in a second. But uh, what one thing I will tell you about with, with somebody being reliable, and we've run into this sometimes with people in recovery, is that, you know, if you send your sponsor or accountability partner a text message or a call, like, they have a life, too. So just because they're your sponsor and accountability partner doesn't mean that they always have to instantly respond to everything that doesn't make them unreliable it means that they're they have a life now, you if know. i message
0: them at 3 a.m and they don't respond it's <laughs> absolutely because they abandoned me they don't love that's me that's right and i should definitely go out and get high right? <laughs>
1: that's exactly yeah. what it means um, <laughs> now i mean you know they they should know that probably if you are giving them a call at 3 a.m you're you're probably in a really bad place And now if you do that every night you're gonna find new sponsors like <laughs> if it was me i'd be like i'm not the person for you because i like to sleep Um, but you know, in moments of crisis, you know, you, you want them to be there, but like, if it's, if it's every, every day you text, you know, it's like, ah, they didn't respond to me in two minutes and I'm going to text them seven more times. Like, don't do that. Like, don't abuse that relationship. Okay. Because, because we do have that expectation of them to be reliable and to communicate with you, but don't abuse that because that's, that's not going to win you and your friends and your sponsor is not likely to journey all the way through that recovery journey with you if you do that then you will be finding a new sponsor so um the next the last thing with the sponsors they need to be objective so what i mean by that is uh, that their emotions don't cloud their judgment okay because like we talked about earlier they need to be honest with you and so they can't and a lot of times in recovery in, when you're going through something uh, you're going to be emotional you're gonna there's gonna be a lot of emotion to tie to you know, say a negative relationship in your life. There's going to be a lot of emotion tied to. You know, as you give up, you know, maybe it's a chemical dependence, and as you, there's the physiology of that. As you give that up, there's you know hormonal changes that are going to happen in your body. You know, it's just same as anybody who, uh, you know, my kids, when they uh, they haven't eaten, you know, and they get they get hangry. That's a thing. <laughs> like that's you, a thing with me. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing with most adults. But you know, you know how you get when you haven't had, you know, your sugars dropping and that stuff, and the, the same. Just, same, you know, physiology applies to when you're trying to give up a chemical dependence. So you're, you're going to be emotional. You're not going to see things clearly. Um, what you don't need is somebody right there with you that doesn't see things clearly also. They need to be, especially in, in the area of relationships, because you're going to have your, your version of, of what's going on in that relationship. And obviously the other side of that's going to have their version. You need a, an objective third party who doesn't have a dog in that fight to be able to tell you, hey, you're being unreasonable here or, you know, you need to meet them halfway or you need to, you know, do these things or, okay, maybe you're, you are a little justified in this this anger, but they have to be able to remove themselves from that and not allow their emotions, again, like we talked about earlier, tell you what you want to hear because telling you what you want to hear is not the way out of whatever you're struggling with.
0: Yeah, um, and another way to kind of even look at this too as far as the um, – that person being objective is, you know, if, if that was an enabling relationship moving forward, they're probably gonna make a good sponsor. Like if it was, uh, I love my grandma dearly. Um, she's a very sweet woman. She seldomly has told me no in my life and, and will cater to my every need, even at this season of life. I like go over to my grandma's house, I can actually go to her house at 3 a.m. and she would bake me pumpkin bread if I wanted that. <laughs> um, would my grandma make, make a good sponsor for me? No, because uh, she's not objective. Um, her love, compassion, and just who she is in that relationship makes her very poor um, for that type of relationship. Now, that's an extreme example, but again, Um, be selective in choosing those people in your life that you know is it again an enabling parent or or friendship you know they need to be objective again to to see hard truths not just cater um, not to uh, let their love for you or whatever cloud all of their judgment that um, they need to be able to draw um, hard lines in the sand so yep
1: yep so now we talked about what we're looking for in a sponsor let's talk about your responsibilities Nobody wants to hear about this. this yeah, is what we're
0: looking for in a sponsee. Yeah, we've just
1: lost all of our tens of, of <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, like oh, I don't have I don't have any responsibility. But you know, that's the thing. Uh, a lot of a lot of recovery programs, you know, they they talk about having a sponsor, accountability partner, but we don't talk a, a lot about what's your responsibility because well, this is a two way street.
0: Responsibility is a dirty word. I know. Establish that. I so. know.
1: We've we're. We're, what, seven episodes, in? we're talking about responsibility. Personal responsibility twice. It's ridiculous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love this first one, um, and it's something that I've really grown, again, um, to value this, and it's honesty. To be honest about your situation and your struggles. I'm going to say that again. Your responsibility, your responsibility as a sponsee, as somebody in recovery, is to be honest honest about your situation and your struggles that you can't hide things you can't keep secrets you've got to be open about what's going on because no one can help you no one can navigate your life if you're withholding things if you if you have skeletons in your closet you know secrets that it's all got to be out there so people can be objective so they can be honest so they can help you find success in what's going on and and i think in in recovery you know caleb i believe touched on this earlier that that oftentimes our situation our struggle whatever it may be an element of that was brought on by secrecy so again if we're wanting to get over it honesty is that thing that it's like kryptonite (laughs) to to the things going on in our life it really is i cannot understate the value of it and in this season of life i've tried i really try to be in a place that that if i do something that's sketchy um that that resembles anything of the old life that i don't don't like or don't want that that i really endeavor to get that information to somebody quickly um to not sit on it because here's what i know that that if i wait two days i'm going to convince myself it wasn't a big deal and if i go three days i'm not telling anybody you know (laughs) so um, honesty is this thing that i've really come to appreciate because i i see it as as a tool to conquer the things in your life, whatever it may be. Um, You know, struggles in our marriage. I mean, you just think how often um, it was, you know, can stem from you're withholding something. Um, Now, it could be like a moral failure. It could be as simple as you had a need in your relationship that you didn't want to tell your wife about or your husband about and so you held on to that and you just weren't open and honest about it and then you expected them to know and then you had missed expectations and all of a sudden your marriage is falling apart all because you're just not being open and honest about where you're at and what you need um but it can be in every aspect of, of i think <laughs> of our life that, that honesty is just kind of this driving force.
1: yeah um you know, if, in the era of pre-smartphones, where you could pull up a map and just put an address and find where you're going to, you would, if you were trying to meet somebody and they, you call them, hey, we're, you know, hey, I'm trying to get to you. Where? How do I get there? What's the first thing somebody would ask you? Well, where, where are you coming from? Right? I mean, that's the first thing. If you're going to give somebody directions, you got to, you got to know where they're at, and that's your sponsor's job, right? They're the one giving you directions to get you to where they're at, in, in your recovery journey, and. If you can't, you know, i really, I don't know, I'm on a road, you know, like if you're not going to be forthcoming with, well, I'm at, you know, here's where I'm at. I'm on this street. I'm next to this building. I'm in this, you know, I'm headed this direction. How do I get to where you're at? If you can't be honest about where you're starting, I mean, that's what happens a lot of times with people that, uh, you know, you deal with recovery again for a number of years. The word rock bottom, you hear that a lot. People who hit rock bottom, you know what happens when they hit rock bottom is they finally have gotten honest about where they're at. Because everything has finally gotten so bad, they finally go, "Okay, enough's enough." You know, I'm, you know, failing in my marriage. I'm failing with my kids. I'm failing with, you know, my job. I'm, you know, and they, they, they realize the 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 entirety of their situation. That's what rock bottom is. Is where you get finally honest about the entirety of your situation. Where you go, "I have messed things up. Things have gotten way out of control. I need to do something different." And so. Your responsibility is to be honest, because again, if you're going to have this relationship with a sponsor and an accountability partner, then you have to be honest. If you're not, then what's the point? You're not, you're not utilizing that support group the way you should be. And that's the whole point of this is to have a support group to help you get through recovery. And that's why we do this at the beginning is because you need them when things get tough. And so that, that's, that's half of your responsibility right there is to, to be honest. The next one, um, which is even less appealing than being responsible, (laughs) but I'm all about telling people hard truths. So, uh, you have to be mature about receiving feedback. Um,
0: Um, just a funny side note out of all the things that Caleb wrote in our notes today, this is the only place where it's bold and it's underlined. Um, so I yeah. think it's incredibly significant to Caleb.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, it is. It is in a generation of participation trophies. You're gonna have to grow up, all right. I'm gonna give you some some tough love. I'm gonna give you a kick in the butt today. You have to grow up, all right. You've you've kind of indulged in whatever it is and kind of been self-centered in your struggle uh, in that thing. For the most part, all right. I, I hate to make general, you know, sweeping generalizations, but. You're going to have to take some honest feedback. You're going to have to hear some hard truths, and you're going to have to not just throw a temper tantrum and walk away from a sponsor who's going to be honest and open with you and say, hey, you're not doing the right thing, because that's what's going to happen in this relationship. If it, if it, if it goes the way it's supposed to, somewhere along the line, probably more than once, a sponsor is going to say, hey, you're, you're, you're being stupid you're doing something dumb. You're you're making bad choices. You're not being wise. You know, you're hanging around a bunch of, of people who aren't aren't doing the best for you. You need to, to do something different. Um, and and you have to be able to, like I said, take it. You have to be be willing and, and open to going, Okay, you know, you're right. You're right. I, I am messing up. I am doing that. Because and the reason it is bolded and underlined is because this is where this is where a lot of sponsor-sponsy relationships fall apart. You know, well, I stopped, you know, I had a sponsor, but I stopped going because they, you know, they were mean. Well, what do you mean with me? Well, they told me I couldn't hang around with my drinking buddies. Yeah. Well.
0: well, I think this is just not even where, you know, sponsy, sponsor relationships fail, but where a lot of people begin to walk away from, from church and, and from recovery is because somebody told them something that they didn't like. Um, I didn't want yeah. to hear that. They couldn't They couldn't receive input about their life. Again, you, you've trusted us in these areas. You've, you've trusted or trusted a group with this. You've got to hold up your end. You've, you've got to be willing um, to journey with them through this. It, it's essential. And you can't turn tail and run um, <laughs> because if, if that's what you do, then you'll just keep doing what you've always done um you you, and here's the thing you'll never have any significant relationship unless you can have conflict like this and survive it and get to the other side yeah i don't don't care what it is eventually somebody's going to tell you something you don't want to hear um whether it's in this context or another and um, you just you have to learn to you take it for what it is um you know uh, god's word i can't remember the verse right off the top of my head but it says um If if you have convinced yourself that that there's no sin in you, then you're lying, that Mm -hmm. that we're all there. I mean, Romans 3.23 says, we've all fallen short of God's glory standard. We've all sinned. We've all messed up. I mean, there's always something there. Um, There's always something going on. None of us have reached the pinnacle of perfection in our lives. Therefore, um, when somebody comes to address this in love, um, especially in these relationships that we're building, it's not to tear you down. It's to grow you. Uh, So take it for what it is. I mean, and if you don't like the fact that um, what they're saying um, hurts your feelings, don't take it out on them. Change. Do something different. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to hear it, do something different.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, back to, uh, um, I'll try not to chase too many rabbits with this, but, you know, I'm coming up on, my wife and I are coming up on uh, 20 years of marriage. And, um, man, we're, I don't, I don't know if we've been, happier in our marriage at 20 years. And a lot of it has to do with this concept is that, you know, we, if we have a disagreement, you know, we have, we, we know that, you know, I say, Hey, um, you know, this, this, this makes me mad because of such, 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 such. And she says, well, you know, this, okay. This makes me mad because whatever, you know, we, we talk through whatever this conflict is and and we're, we're hundred percent honest in that, you know, like, I don't like this. Okay you know, I don't like when you do this and I have to be like, okay, I get that and not take it personally. You know, we, we navigate that thing. We, we have, uh, Joe will tell you, uh, the whole, uh, do these, these pants make me look fat thing. Like in our marriage, that's a, that's not a, that's not a, a taboo thing. Like we have, you know, honest discussions about, Hey, and I mean, I do too, because, uh, you know, Hey, my my clothes have a tendency to shrink when they're in the closet. I don't know what's <laughs> up with that. But, you know, it's like, man, this is tight. Does this look, is this, you know, she's like, yeah, I probably wouldn't wear that. You know, I mean, and that's, that. I asked her for that feedback and she gave it to me and I don't take it personally and then and, and that goes the other way, you know, and, and it's so funny too, because sometimes we say stuff like that and, you know, and other couples are like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't you? Like, if you can't be honest with each other, but the... the Again, that honesty requires maturity oh, yeah. and you have to be mature in order to have a successful sponsor, sponsee relationship. And I mean, you, and just in general, if you want to get through recovery, you're going to have to grow up a little bit. You're going to have to be mature. Now, again, sweeping generalization side, because I don't want somebody, you know, well, you know, here's my specific situation. Okay. You know, there might be some exception to that, but in general, uh, there, there has to be a level of maturing that happens where you start to take positive or constructive feedback in a way, in the way that it's intended. We don't take it personally and walk away from things. Um, yeah, like you were talking about church. But boy, church numbers would be so much better if people <laughs> would grow up a little bit and like, uh, you know, they. They, you know, my pastor, you know, confronted me about living in sin or something like that. So that hurt my feelings. So I went to a different church. It's like,
0: not, I went to a church where they accept that.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, no, it's still sin. You know, it's <laughs> like it's not not the pastor's problem. It's yours. You know, uh, I You know, and there's so many stupid things like that that happen in, in church today. But anyway, that's a whole other podcast. But I won't get into. But yeah, so hopefully we made the point. Like if you're going to, that is a prerequisite, prerequisite of being in, in this type of relationship and having a support team is you have to be willing to take the feedback. All right. And understand that the feedback is for your benefit. You know, the the person is telling you that to make you better. They're telling you that to, you know, I, I coach, I coach my kids soccer. I don't, I don't, allow my team and players on my team to do the wrong thing because I don't want to hurt their feelings. And I don't correct them because I want to hurt their feelings. I correct them and teach them the concepts of the game so they're better, right? That's our goal as a team is to get better and to win games and to succeed at what we're doing. Your goal at recovery should be to succeed at recovery. Well,
0: I don't know why you bother. I mean, everybody should get get a trophy anyway. That's
1: right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We should just, as long as you do your best, quote unquote, your best. (laughs) uh yeah but um that remember you're on the same team with your sponsor your your goal and your sponsor's goal is to get you through recoveries to get you through whatever it is you're struggling with and if they give you feedback then that's not that's not a criticism that's feedback it's it's there to help you get better now if your sponsor's just a jerk and like (laughs) i'm probably i was gonna say if aaron is your sponsor (laughs) find a different sponsor (laughs) you know you didn't but uh but yeah so i think we've probably beat that horse uh at least enough on this this podcast but i'm sure i will hit on that many times going forward because man i tell you that is again in my experience i mean being mature maturing is is i mean and and like you were talking about it's not just recovery man it's it's marriage when i talk to people who are younger married couples who struggle man it's like i don't know have you tried growing up a little bit that would be a fix (laughs) there's so many different things that that would fix it's like yeah i don't know try being an adult uh, for a little bit but anywho remember all angry emails go to aaron at cedar point church
0: cedarpoint.church
1: cedarpoint.church
0: <laughs> so anyway. are you ready are you ready to have a sponsor accountability partner whoa 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 wait a minute i thought that, that that's what i should go for immediately in my recovery well not necessarily um because if you dive into this too early um, those relationships fail and, and you might convince yourself that they're not for you or that they don't work and it could be all based on the fact that you were too immature um, <laughs> to step into that relationship in the first place and so we do want you to be ready for this because again we don't want it to fail and you just uh, again to convince yourself that it's not for me it doesn't work um, you know or anything else and so what what are some some things that that might point out the fact that it's your your turn your time to begin to look for these things and so one of these is can you be open and honest with someone else about your struggle Um, and that's kind of um, that step one admitting that there's something that has come to dominate our life that's going on so can you be open and honest with someone else about your struggle
1: yep that's uh, number one number two is can you receive honest feedback without taking it personally all right and i I will not go down that road again (laughs) we're already back on it yeah man i hope Everybody can hear that helicopter. It's like crazy bad. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah. Can you receive honest feedback without taking it personally? You know, again, if if the answer to these questions are no, then you're not ready for a sponsor, but that one for sure.
0: Can you consistently Mm. show up? To scheduled meetings calls with your sponsors you know are you willing to put time and effort into it because that's you're asking somebody else to do that you're asking them to um, to give their energy to you are you willing to put the same amount of energy or more into the relationship the other way so can you consistently show up to scheduled meetings calls with your sponsors and lastly Um,
1: last one is are you willing to put into action put into action suggestions made by your sponsors so we kind of talked about this before if you're just continuing to do the same you know to mess up the same way or to not make any changes or to do those kinds of things then then your sponsor's kind of off the hook as far as like having to engage with that you know and, and one thing I don't have in here and I was going to mention earlier is too is that you know the, when you when you meet with your sponsor it, it is to get some some actionable steps some some ways to improve it is not the the purpose of this is not to just have a consistent gripe session right so you don't get just get with your sponsor and complain and complain and complain and complain complain right it's i mean there's one thing there's something to be said about venting there's another to just about just complaining right like it's okay i'm gonna vent i'm gonna talk about you know like Aaron was talking about earlier you know they have him and janelle have somebody to uh, you know, that they can they can kind of vent to regarding the relationship. But then we, you know, then we go, okay, right, how do we make this better? You know, what do I do to change this thing? What do I, you know, there there has to be a change. If it's the same thing over and over and over. I know that was a change we finally, we had to make um, from the way we did our small groups on a Monday night was that, you know, people would go into our small groups and then it was just, we'd go around in a circle and we'd just complain. And it's like, okay, well, what are you doing to change your life? Like, what are we doing this week? That, that's something we implemented. It's like, all right, you're going to leave here with something. Uh, I, you know, we want to know what what's your plan to do something different this week. And so next week, when we come back, I want to hear about how you did that thing different. And so if you're constantly meeting with your sponsor and they say, hey, you, um, you know, I would do this, you know, or I would do this. The reason you have a sponsor is to, to feed off their experience of going through recovery. So you need to take that, Take that uh, advice take their suggestions and you need to try some of that stuff I'm not saying they're always right but you got to do something different you know we've, we've said it before and it, it's again something that will always pop up here is if you want to change your life you have to change your life if you're not going to make changes you can't expect different results so um, that that's part of part of that relationship is you have to be willing to make some changes you have a sponsor for a reason that that's because the sponsor has uh, has experience they have experience of going through recovery and and, and being um, in active recovery being sober from whatever it is they're struggling with so learn from them and use that experience to apply it to your own life
0: Um, proverbs 17 17 says a friend is always loyal and a brother is born to help in time of need and so really what all this is about is finding those people that, that, that are loyal, that, that are there for you in time of need. And just keep in mind, um, it may not look like what you thought it did traditionally. Um, it's not gonna be your ride and die homies that are gonna journey with you through recovery. Those are the ones that journeyed with you to rock bottom. And so it's finding, finding new people that, that have been um, through what you've been through, and are now where you want to be. Again, they're where you want to be. Don't don't get with somebody in the middle of all of it. Uh, well, we, we do hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, I want to remind everybody that, that if you are in need, if, if there's um, something that, that's going on in your life that, that needs attention, you want to reach out to somebody, we want to be available to you. So you can call our church office, 918-283-2221. You can email me personally at Aaron at Church. You can email our church office at info at Church. I am eventually going to get Caleb an email just so I can throw it out here um, so you guys can direct any angry things to him and 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 again i want to thank bang for uh sponsoring (laughs) officially sponsoring her.
1: (laughs) i do want to also remind you too um you know if you have questions if you're going through uh, a current struggle and you have questions um then you can you can send them in and say hey i want to you know here's my question i want to be anonymous or something like that man feel free to send in any questions or if you have comments you you want to object to my my rants on on maturity and growing (laughs) up or uh whatever now i you know uh you, you have to be willing to take that feedback that I give you when I, <laughs> when you get that comment, when, when we get those comments. But hey, feel free to, at, for, to ask us questions uh, or advice or anything that we can do to maybe help you. You can send that in, uh, email us, uh, comment on the, you know, we're on all the, the socials on the, on the Insta. That's yeah. what the kids call it. I yeah. said that in front of my the boys, and the, they were so embarrassed. So <laughs> now I've put it out there into the awesome. in the ether. So, and I
0: want to add one thing to that. <laughs> I and mean, if you have suggestions of future content, um, again, as we evolve through this, you know, we're going to go through all of our lessons. But um, after that, we want to touch on um, just uh, topical episodes of things that that are. are current culture that that are relatable to recovery so if there's things that you're like i would love to hear um, just just more on this May me send that into us too um, and you may be surprised you may find it in a future episode uh, but man we love you guys thank you for connecting with us engaging with us we hope that you enjoyed today's episode remember leave us five-star reviews positive comments share our content you can get it out there and uh, we'll we'll catch you right back here next week see you